right, we are recording. True, true. <laughs> Welcome back to Terminal 234, guys. It's Faye on the mic with... What's up, guys? This is the lock with your other host of Terminal 234. Mm-hmm. And, and then we have... Special guest. Hopefully, you guys can see his picture right down there. That's Emeka here. What's up, Emeka? Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy, Emeka, once again. You know, here to give you guys the facts. Only the facts, though. We like opinions too. This podcast isn't adverse to all, opinions. All his facts are opinions. Uh, <laughs> funny. Sheesh. Funny. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, I'm sure you guys remember Mecca from um, a previous episode that we had him on. But today we're going to have him talking about something completely different. No love talk, just um, TV shows. But we'll get to that later. To begin, we'll do our quick hits as per usual. Um, Delapa, where are we starting? Um, I guess we should probably just start with maybe one of the more like bigger news of the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. Bernie last week I should say Bernie's yeah. dropping out of the race officially so it's it's going to be Biden right for yeah. the Democratic Party it's going to be Biden yeah pretty much what's your reaction you know the political uh liaison <laughs> what does this um mean? I guess for me for me I guess it was just a matter of it's a it's it's a matter of time <laughs> Not to keep using the same word. Um, I guess I expected it. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like I'm kind of surprised because when it came to him and Hillary, although it was pretty clear that Hillary was going to be the nominee, he still wanted to play it out till the bitter end. Yeah. But I guess in this case, there's no campaigning to take place. Like everything is at a standstill and he knows whatever um, support he hasn't amassed as of now, he's probably not going to be able to, at least not to the extent he needs it. So he kind of just had to bow out gracefully. Um, and I, I mean, I, I'm not surprised, and nor am I really bothered by it. Um, neither Biden or Sanders were my top picks for the nomination. So once it, yeah, so once it was um, between the two of them, I kind of just was like, whichever old white guy is going to be the nominee is fine by me, I suppose. Um, and I feel like I did lean more towards Biden because I am more of a centrist person. Um, and yeah, there we go. That's my view on it. Okay, and Mecca, I know you're you're super huge into politics as well. Um, it seems like everyone that's into politics is like, okay, well, this was always gonna happen, not a big deal. So is right. it just not a big deal? Like, does it matter when he did it? Like, is it just a non-factor, like non-news? You don't really care about it. He was never gonna win the Democratic nomination. What do you think? That's very interesting, actually. I'm not going to lie to you. I am actually a big fan of Bernie, okay? However, I think we've all come to accept that Bernie's, I think, uh, might I say, his his agenda is a little far left. You know what I mean? Like, a little. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds amazing you know free everything for everybody yeah basically it's 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 really his message free everything for everybody but we just know that the practicality of it is one that'll never be accepted and so Mm -hmm. honestly i think i had seen this coming from the jump i'm sure a lot of people did Mm -hmm. i was hoping that biden would not get this far to be honest because if you know biden you know that uh he too has you know some some skeletons in his closet yeah but in any case um yeah i i i thought it's just just you know common sense that it would turn out like this and to be honest i do not see biden uh beating trump but that's just me now and so yeah um i have to come with you on that 
train of thought. Yeah. I, I don't I don't necessarily see Biden being the person that could overtake Trump. Um, yeah. I think the only thing Biden has going that Hillary didn't is the fact that a lot of the party hates Trump. A lot of the Democratic Party hates Trump. Whereas when it was Hillary's time, they didn't have somebody that they hated more than um, Hillary that was currently in office. You know what I mean? Like Trump is yeah. currently in office, so that might put a fire under some people's asses. Right. But at the same time, I feel like as much as Democrats learned a lesson, Republicans also did that. Although this guy was counted out and seen as the guy that shouldn't be our president, as long as they show up, he can be president. So I can see them showing up in droves. It's going to be a pretty interesting season come November. Um, what do you think yeah. about the idea that uh, someone kind of floated this, that the times that we're in should actually, would be the times that uh, Bernie Sanders would actually thrive? Like, this everyone stay home the government has to do way more like mm -hmm. do you think there's any credence to that or like just a dream for me the thing about bernie he's he's such an ideologue like i love what he says like like uh mecca mentioned I, I mean why wouldn't you want free things but the thing about free things too is like you're gonna pay for it you're just gonna pay for it with your taxes so <laughs> it's not just, as free as it sounds yeah I was um, sure, what's the code all American, which I know is not going to be on America's list. And <laughs> not on my list. No. There's there's a there's a part in there where the the guy his mom tells him that anything that's free comes at a bigger cost later Down on. Down the line, um, <laughs> like even with the stimulus check, it's like, yeah, you get that twelve hundred, but don't be so happy. You're going to get taxed on it, and not only are you going to get taxed on that twelve hundred dollars, you're going to get taxed more in the future when um, the government decides they need to start paying off their debts because they had to borrow in order to pay it this out. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. Back to Bernie. Um, I think he's just, he's just a sweet talker. I love what he says, but he doesn't do much to convince me that he can implement it. Someone like Warren was able to convince me like that she had plans and ways to put these things into place. Whereas I feel like Bernie, has beautiful ideas i just i can't trust that he'll be able to follow them through and so in this time i think the reason we're all so uneasy is not because of the virus itself and like the potential of death but like not knowing what's going to happen and i need somebody that can speak to what's going to happen or at least give me the feeling that you know what to do when you figure out what's going to happen or you know when you're told how this thing's to play out so i don't get that from bernie i don't get a sense of security from bernie um, yeah. But I don't know, maybe other people do. Yeah. Well, to add to that, to add to that, um, at the end of the day, guys, uh, Dalapa and Faye, um, I think that, and they say this all the time, very common saying, you know, you fight fire with fire, right? So if I just don't think Bernie was just ever the guy to, to like stick a low blow in, you know, like to, to, to be dirty in a sense in his ways, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that that's really mm -hmm. what is is warranted right now. You know, like being just a bit more clever here and there, whether or not, you know, you're doing the best thing, I don't know, but just being a, a bit more clever. You know, if Bernie had outright just said, okay, you know what, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make an effort to make sure my vice president is of African-American descent or something yeah. like that just to, just to, you know, just throw it out there, see how people bite. You know, I feel like stuff like that would have given him an edge. Whereas him just still, you know, being a guy who goes by the book and just saying things that everybody wants to hear, it just, I've heard some time, it's just like, what's, how practical is this, you know? Although some people would say he does the 
the opposite in the sense that like he's called a socialist and like he likes Venezuela and like whatever like people say he says things um that are out of turn um but I guess I, I get what you mean like it needs to be more like yeah the belt like cunning or just I don't know something edgy <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. just do do different like just yeah. modify yourself yeah. a little bit. like come on give us something new you feel me that's what I'm saying yeah so. I do agree with you guys I don't think he was ever going to be president unfortunately yeah. uh America is very judgmental. Like the way he was shouting, he could not win. He could not be our president. <laughs> well, but, what do you feel? No, I think that I don't know. I honestly don't really know that he's better or worse than Biden. Biden is yeah. like just like he's a prototypical, just yeah. quiet, boring, nothing. He's not really. There's no waves either direction. Like he's just like going down the middle. He's just trying to get through like quietly, trying to sneak in there. That's what I. Yeah. Think. So it's like, eh, I don't know if that's going to work. I've already resigned myself to the fact we're going to have Trump for another four years. Like, I was never really that hopeful. So I'm like, yeah. well, things will continue. Trump for eight years. That's my president, guys. So. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let's move on. You guys are sounding a little depressed. I don't know. Like, I know, right? Like, yeah, I, just, I was just thinking about, thinking about Trump for another four years. It's just I like, know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. It's not what most people want, but it is what we have. Um, oh, since I was about to switch to Corona, Faye was going to tell us a little bit about this idea, or I don't know, I don't want, I don't oh, want yeah. to know what it is because I haven't actually read a lot into it um, about people being a little more affected by Corona, certain populations. Right. Before we get there, I don't know if you guys heard that apparently Boris has Corona, like her. Boris Johnson. Yeah. The, yeah. He he was in ICU for a couple of days. Yeah, he was um, in the ICU. Yeah. Um, he's out of the ICU now, thankfully, but I think he had it for 10 days and then it, his um, condition declined. So he went to the, into the ICU and then he's back out. So he's good? Boris made it? I mean, he's not, yeah, he's not dead. I don't know if he's completely in the clear, um, but yeah, he's, he's better, I should say. Okay, well, I don't know if those listening, that could be good or bad news for you. <laughs> Boris is um, in recovery, apparently. Yeah. Um, no, what I was telling you before we started recording was that it sounds like the minority groups in the U.S. are getting hit a lot harder um, than their counterparts. Um, I mean, I'm sure we've all heard the sentiment that this virus doesn't discriminate age, race, whatever, and that's true, like, you're going to get it, but then the number of people dying um, it seems like there is some discriminatory practices here, but it's probably not from the virus, it's from lack of access to like healthcare um, and things of the sort and underlying issues. The African-American community has a lot of underlying health conditions um, and, you know, higher, higher, at higher rates than, um, again, their white counterparts. So with that said, unfortunately, in places like Louisiana, for instance, um, what I've heard is that like the out of the death toll, 70% or so of them have been Black people or minority um, people whereas they're only like a third of the population in Louisiana. So numbers like that are pretty jarring, um, unsettling again. Um, I know this past week there was a town hall on CNN where Magic Johnson actually came on to talk because, again, he represents a minority um, figure that has dealt with a pretty big Mm -hmm. health epidemic in the past so mm -hmm. he did that I know I think Diddy my mom actually told me that she was watching some YouTube live or something where okay. Diddy had held um like a live situation to talk about the coronavirus and how it's affecting minority 
group. So it's definitely something that's talked about a lot more now than it has been for the past several weeks. And I'm sure as more data comes out as to the effects on minority people, we'll get to know more. And um, for now, it's just unfortunate. But yeah. what else is yeah. new? No, no, I think, I, think in this, I think it's important to also kind of like note or to highlight what you said in terms of there's other factors that are not mm -hmm. just race. Yeah. Meaning like the virus itself doesn't discriminate as far as we know. Like it doesn't care if you're black or white or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, it's, mm -hmm. it's just doing what it does. It's yeah. kill people, right? Right. But there are a lot of other confounding factors that make maybe certain populations more susceptible to it. So if you're poor, for whatever reason, being poor is like just the worst in life. Like yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It does. Like I mean, true story. Everything affects you worse because mm -hmm. you don't have the ability to fight it off. Um, as much you don't have the tools or the resources and as we know like a lot of african-americans or minority groups are you know they are more affected by those socioeconomic factors mm -hmm. i'm sure when the, the dust settles um i wouldn't be surprised if it's like it's less about race it's more about poverty access to health care like right 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 yeah i would assume that's wow. the bigger factor and another factor that i've heard is that i'm sure we heard um, for like the first two weeks or so, maybe longer, that, you know, Black people can't get it. Mm. So that definitely does play a role in terms of maybe how Black people were operating um, and their leniency with certain things that other groups might have been wary of. So I think that's something to think about. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. And Mika, what do you think about that? Because, you know, I know that you've probably heard that the Black people, not even just Black, African people, I was literally, somebody posted something in the group chat, like, this weekend that apparently Amala can kill coronavirus. What do you mm. think? <laughs> that level of, um, I don't know what I want to say, misinformation, if you will, or rumors. I don't want to say it's not true, because I've not tried it yet, but what do you think? Yeah. Do you think so I, into about it? that, that I, don't, I don't know that I think that was a comical post. I have I have a very strong feeling that it was not a serious one. That I don't think anybody can make the claim that Amala can cure anything. Okay, <laughs> but to kind of shed some light on what you guys were saying, right? At the end of the day, I actually will take this project on personally to determine why it is that they've blatantly come out to say that African Americans are dying more so from this than anybody else. Because you're right, I'd really need to know if it's as a result of just not having access to, you know, health-related services, be it, okay. you know, be it insurance, being just the facility that you can go to, et cetera. Right. Like, I really just have to figure out what it is because, to be honest, it, it's not really adding up. It, it, I'm sorry, it doesn't add up. So upon, when, when, when the message was coming out, they tried to give context and said something as heinous as, you know, as you know, the African-American population is more predisposed to, then they listed a bunch of ailments, diabetes. you know, stated, I mean, yeah, diabetes, obesity, no, blah, blah, heart blah. disease, yeah. Yeah, they stated all those things that, in fact, sorry, just don't sound like anything else that and other races are not facing, I would even reckon, almost equally. Now, yes, there might be a, 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 a difference in numbers. So, like, let's say a 60-40 ratio, but then the numbers they're giving me are just not reflecting that 60-40 ratio. It's more so like, wow, like African-Americans are really actually dying from this to like a 70-30 kind of ratio, 80-20. So mm -hmm. I think personally that this is something we really have to look into and really determine like, is it because maybe 
and I, you know, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but I do have a, f- a few friends who are in the medical field that sometimes are in tears when they see discrimination, even within their hospital. They'll mm-hmm. be like, okay, look, a time a patient came in that was black, definitely in need of an urgent, oh, yeah. Yeah. urgent care, be it yeah. surgery and so mm-hmm. on, that mm-hmm. he was kind of pushed aside for other patients that just right. had better paperwork and so on and so right, forth. And right, right, easier right. to deal with easier to deal with in a sense. So we really have to look and, and see what truly is going on in these hospitals and why it is okay to just come out and say that African-Americans are dying more. I, you know I don't what? get it. You know what, Emeka? I completely appreciate you bringing that up because that is like the invisible factor that nobody really talks about. So I, I think it's worth bringing up, um, especially because like even in other things like in our day-to-day lives, like it's known that Black women die um, in labor more so than again, white people, but it's not because black people can't handle labor. It's because of the treatment and the discrimination. Exactly. So, exactly. Um, I'm sure that definitely 100% plays a part. And like if somewhere like Louisiana at the end of the day, um, as much of a stereotype as this is, it's, it is in the South. So I wouldn't be surprised that the type of, you know, healthcare that they're receiving, not necessarily based on paperwork, but based on like doctor to patient care is much different and white person so yeah that is, that is after that it's just not going to be reported right now because it there's no proof for it so yeah I think that's why it's not discussed as much yeah so so absolutely right i think i really would like to delve into it to really make this determination because it's actually quite listening to it kind of just like annoys me like how can you mm-hmm. say all these things and then like even your data is not backing up what yeah, what it should be. yeah so i don't know man so but yeah, as far as, you know, Black people not being able to get it, thankfully that has been debunked because that put us at mm-hmm. risk of even mm-hmm. being more affected by this. So I can so imagine. It was a funny, was saw, a funny thing because... Yeah, man. I know, obviously, you, you're a soccer fan, so you know, like, I feel like a lot of the soccer fans are getting in England, like, a lot of them are Black, like... Yeah, like, so the first like, case very got, early. Yeah, so, the first case we got was, like, the Chelsea <laughs> player, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there was never a doubt in my mind that Black people could get it. And in fact, not just Black people, black healthy people yeah. i'm talking soccer players yeah. that are in tip-top shape be it physically be it hopefully emotionally as well yeah and so and so yeah it was kind of shocking to to, yeah. to hear that rumor linger and yeah. so I'm, I'm glad that now it's it's out there that okay look guys we're not invincible by all means this can happen to us too and they were now making the claim well africans can't get it because you know we already have hydrochloroquine or chloroquine in our systems and blah 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 i'm like i don't know that that's how it works guys and so luckily now things are a bit more clear and i think that's why we're even looking at nations shutting things down back home as well nigeria is shut down basically mm-hmm. you know other other african nations are shut down and so we just keep our fingers crossed man at the end of the day i still think you know are still just at the mercies of, mm-hmm. of god really so We'll see what happens. I think Bill Gates, and I haven't really validated this. Uh, I haven't done the digging to determine if this is true or not. But mm-hmm. there was something saying that he had stated mm-hmm. that he doesn't quite see a solution unless a vaccine is issued. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so he anticipates that this is how things will be until the vaccine does come out. And we don't hope for that to be the case, but it's just something to think about. Like, if we are bound to being at home for six more months, can you handle it? What are you going to do? Can the economy mm-hmm. handle it? So on and so forth. So... Yeah, I don't think the economy can handle it, but that's another story. Certainly very grim. I think the most important thing to kind of get out of the whole conversation is just pay attention to what you're listening to, what you're reading, double check, look for multiple sources, because 
the one thing we know about Corona is that we don't know a lot about it. Yeah. Some exactly. But it keeps changing. It's it's not solid information. So just don't be on the cautious side, right? Like if you think, I know they said, oh, young people are not as affected and you think you're young, like you don't want to be the young person that is affected. You don't yeah. want to be the one that lets us know that like, oh, it doesn't matter if you're 15, you can die from it because yeah. rather not, not have it be you. Um, yeah. Real quick, we're just going to end quick hits. But before we end quick hits, I want to talk about the apparent beef between The weekend and Usher. <laughs> These are your people. First of all, let me just state, if there's beef, I didn't know about this beef before today, but if mm-hmm. there's beef, I'm on Usher's side. And I okay. Just, um, you know, operative word is apparently. Like, I don't think it's a beef. I told you I'm not quite sure what the nature of this, um, I guess, back and forth is. All I know is that The weekend had... Um, Instagram an, battle. <laughs> had a piece in Variety, the magazine, the Variety. Um, and he basically said that I think Usher bit his style to a certain extent when he released the song Climax mm. a few years back. Um, and I mean, if you listen to Climax, come on. It's a very weekend sounding song. High Tide is 2020, though at the time, I don't think anybody would have said that. But um, just playing with those very high octaves, something The weekend kind of brought to the forefront. The first one to ever do it? Um, like, no, 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 no. The oh. first one to modernize it. Like, of course, like Michael Jackson and the likes. Credit for stuff. <laughs> like, but I mean, like, to modernize it, bring it to this era, whatever the case. Um, so that's what The weekend was saying. Again, I didn't really read his statement. I don't know whether he was trying to find smoke with Usher or not. I just know he mentioned that, hey, give me, give me, give me my flowers for that. And um, Diplo, which I didn't know, was the one that produced the track. So Diplo's... Um, the one that kind of can speak about whether or not there was influence from the weekend and right. Diplo did verify that there was some influence there and um yeah he got a little bit of uh inspiration from the weekend um the only thing i know that usher has done to react to this is he had a challenge that was started called the climax challenge um where he's making people sing or try and sing the song um at those very high octaves but I don't think Usher has spoken to whether or not he thinks it was biting the weekend style. Yeah. I mean, I do think that it even matters. Like, even if he was inspired, like, do you think it's something worthy of causing, like, some kind of tension? Like, I don't know. I know artists obviously care about their stuff and don't want people to just, like, replicate it because they want to always get their credit. But do you think it matters? Like, if he, if he said, if the weekend is saying, like, oh, I sing in high octaves, why is Usher doing it? Like, does it matter? Like, should he get out of here? Nah, I don't. I don't think, in fact, in a sense, I think the weekend is just laughing. I think this is just all big <laughs> fun and fun and games, and it's just a joke. I think it's similar to the Keisha Cole. Um, what's that dude? What's that dude? Ot Genesis. Ot Genesis and Keisha oh. Cole. Yeah. Did you see how that went out? Where like Ot Genesis would be singing Keisha Cole songs. Yeah. And you know, Keisha Cole would be like, "Yo, dude, you need to chill, man. You're really blah 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 blah." Yeah. Now, lo and behold, it, game buddies of all sorts i'm not sure what's going on there but yeah honestly <laughs> honestly like at the end of the day weekend has to cut his respect man like mm-hmm. this is usher raymond we're talking about the guy oh, is a living legend usher raymond yeah yeah i had to give him first name last name out of respect <laughs> so yeah i i honestly think that there's nothing there but i i don't think anybody should have any problems with anybody either singing in the same octave or whatever <laughs> yeah like yeah. it's music man like express yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. how you want to express yourself that's yeah. why so i don't want to i don't want it to come off like there's problems i don't know that that's what the weekend was saying i i genuinely don't think he was like oh usher 
like did it in like a negative way. It's just like, oh, okay, this is the first time I saw that my music had this type of reach that the likes of Usher are even trying to not jack my swag, but you know what I'm saying. I hope you know what jack I'm saying. Jack this swag, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, we all agree. We're all on Usher's side. Yeah, we can get out of here. I'm on nobody's side. Uh, phase I'm on the side of the music. I'm on the side of the music. Climax was a fire song. Let me ask you though, because I just want you to state it, because I know you're a weekend person. We'll just state it for the people. Weekend or Usher? <laughs> Don't do that to me. I'm not doing it. I'm not. Uh, you're I'm not partaking. I'm not. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I like both. You're allowed to like both. You like. You're also allowed to like one person more than the other. you're like a drake weekend baby no stop i mean i am a drake baby but the weekend i'm not sure um i love the weekend i love usher two different things up and down we're gonna get off quick hits and okay okay what was i about to ask oh what were you about to ask i actually don't remember it was about it was about and the weekend and i don't remember about drake and the weekend yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you, like, how much do you think that, like, The weekend should be credited for, like, Drake's turn? Or vice versa? No, not vice versa. I want to ask this way. Okay. Because I feel like there was that, the album weekend, that How much did The weekend be? For Drake? Whoa, you said made for Drake. Yeah, oh I don't know if this God, is yet, but I want to say most people kind of consider that to be Drake's best album. I don't know what you, what you think about that. So how much should we like? Nothing was the same as Drake's best album. Um, take care. The same. No. Take care is his most classic piece of art. Yes, but nothing was the same is a better project for me. For me. Um, take care. I think yes, the weekend had a lot to do with that success, but I feel like, fortunately for me, we have the ten years that have followed to say that clearly Drake didn't need the weekend. Mm, no, no, that's true. He definitely didn't need him, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. I just trying to. But, but I do think, I do think, like, the difference between "Thank Me Later" and "Take Care" is quite apparent. And the one major difference there is the weekend was very involved in one and not in the other. So that's also a point. But. Yeah. Shout out to the weekend man. He's an African brother. We have to support him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's end quick hits, and then uh, I'm gonna stop this recording. Okay. I saw that you changed it to be an unlimited recorded. All right. So um, let's get into our main topic for the week. Yes. Uh, as we mentioned, it is TV show heavy. Um, I mean, unless, I don't know, you're not on this earth. You know that we're all in quarantine. We all have nothing better to do than to watch TV, listen to music, listen to podcasts, yada, yada, yada. Um, and like, with that said, TV shows are on the up and up, you know? Like, I'm sure Netflix has had more streams than ever before. Um, I don't have facts to back that up, but my speculation is probably right. Um, with that said, I want Ameka to lead this one, right, Dalapo? Yes, yes. So Ameka is going to be here. Ameka is a connoisseur of TV shows, mm-hmm. That's right. networks, and platforms. He, uh, he believes that he knows what's best out there, so he's going to recommend some for us. Right. We are going to give some feedback. Hopefully, some of these we've seen. Some of them we probably haven't seen. And, right. of course, if you're listening, like, let us know if you agree. Let us know what he misses, if he misses some stuff. Um, you know, Emeka is the facts-only guy, but we're going to check. Facts only. Mm-hmm. Facts only. Facts only. Absolutely, guys. Now, before I go on, I would like for everybody to know that um, I take it upon myself as one who is opportuned to have 
access mm. to, you know, movies, TV shows, you know, podcasts, so on and so forth. I make it my responsibility to sort out the best ones. Mm. That's why I'm on on Terminal 234 today. <laughs> I make it I make it my just utmost responsibility to find the best of the best because really at the end of the day this is what we are deserving of as human beings the absolute mm -hmm. best correct mm -hmm. so so what i am presenting to you today guys is more so what i have found is in fact things that will really actually change your life that is if you give it the attention that it deserves or requires you know you said change and your so, life guys change your mm -hmm. life absolutely this the, the what i'm gonna recommend i'll just I'll, you know how i've set this up is that i've broken it into categories for you guys we'll have a few back and forth you know conversations about it because i really want to hear your take on it and hopefully you haven't even seen some of the ones that i'm going to bring up so we're going to start off with docu-series now are you guys fans of documentaries yes i, I am watch as much as i want to but i am a fan Okay, I have a documentary fan. series on Netflix I love, but let's see if it's on your list. I want to hear. On Netflix. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I do have one from Netflix and okay. I have two from HBO. Okay. Um, so anyways, I'm going to start with the HBO ones. Okay? okay. First and foremost, guys, much of the docuseries that I watch oftentimes involves, you know, someone being wrongfully convicted oh. of something. Um, now, to be honest here, my plan is not to give you guys mainstream things okay. to watch, like the one about the Central Park Five. If you guys can remind me of that one, I remember um, watching it. When They See Us? Um, when They See Us. When They See Us, exactly. Excellent, excellent TV show. Oh, I'm not going to take crap. anything away from it. Top-notch uh, docuseries. However, I am not going to really give, say, maybe the mainstream ones. But if you really haven't seen When They See Us, please, by all means, you need to go see it. Absolutely. You need to put it on Netflix today and watch it. But I'm going to start with um, an HBO one called Who Killed Garrett Phillips? Have you guys seen this? No. I know you told me about this before, but I haven't seen it. Now, mm -hmm. Faye and Alapo, please, 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 by all means, go and watch this. Now, it's about a Clarkson University soccer coach called Nick Hillary. Okay, he is in fact being accused of a murder that he may or may not have committed. My personal opinion is that there is absolutely no way he did. Hmm. And I think the evidence that was brought forth against him, as you know, expected, was not damning enough mm. for a conviction for a conviction. But in any case, why this I think docuseries is just mind-blowing is because certain aspects of it were shocking. For one, Okay, let me just give you guys a you know, few examples. Mary Rain, okay, a lady in the show, where it was, I, I don't know, she might still be, the district attorney, okay, did have very best to convict this guy, okay? And so let me just give you guys an example. Say the murder was committed, say, point A, okay? Mm -hmm. And this guy lived point B, which is about mm -hmm. five miles away, Okay. Can you believe that Mary Rain tried to put this guy at the scene of the crime and still put him home five minutes after the incident was committed? And she validated why he could run five minutes or five miles in five minutes, just as an example. Why he could run five miles in five minutes. And do you know what, do you know what her reason was for why he could run five miles in five minutes? This is the what? district attorney. How about you tell us, Emeka? She said, and I quote, he's just... He's not any black man. 
he is a black man with a six pack. <laughs> this is actually what she said. Wow. I guarantee it. Mind blowing. You can imagine that this is somebody who is against you in the court of law. This, yeah. is, this is your district attorney putting you at the scene of a crime and saying that, yes, you were only able to get home in the amount of time that you got home because you are a black man with a six pack. You're not just any black man. So it was it was quite shocking. But anyways, by all means, you guys have to watch this show. Let me ask a question. Do you remember what state this happened in? This was in New York. It was, um, huh. yes. It's you know what this reminds me of, though? Have you guys heard of the podcast uh, Serial? No? no, I've not. Oh my God, Serial basically is the reason podcasts like are a thing in mainstream is that media. Not the one, the, is that the Adnan one? Or that's yeah, the- Adnan. Yeah. Um, I was and thinking he, that might be the next thing that Mika was going to say, though I don't Well, know. yeah, because, uh, they had an HBO theme to, oh, you know, to oh. come with the podcast. You think it was good? Well, did you listen to the podcast? I never listened to the podcast. That's so, why you thought it was good. Because, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just a story, honestly. Yeah, no, that's why you thought it was good, because it was basically... Go ahead. No, I'm saying I'm sure there's different elements in listening to the podcast versus the... the right, right. And the HBO <laughs> series didn't add to the story unfortunately um so that's why people who listen to the podcast are like okay well this is not anything new for me but anyway um the podcast is fire it's based in baltimore actually so you'll hear like locations and whatnot that you might be familiar with um if you're from maryland of course uh but yeah it's a really really good podcast that follows a guy who was maybe wrongfully convicted i switch back and forth between whether or not i believe he is um and any friend that I have had listened to it, they I've, I've heard so many mixed answers. Like, so that's what I liked about it. It wasn't so black and white, but similar to what Emeka said, like there were things that seemed so far-fetched. Like how did he get from point A to point B in this amount of time? It does not make any sense, but no, anyway. I, the Adnan one, to me, my opinion, yeah. that I don't think that he committed that specific murder in terms of he's not the one that like killed her. Yeah. He did something. So that's why I'm like, he's guilty Me of too. That's he's, my final opinion. He's guilty yeah. of something, yeah. not necessarily what he's in jail for. If nothing else, he's guilty of knowing who might have done it and helping whoever did it, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. Anyway, Emeka, we'll let you continue. I'll add that to my list, guys. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So the next one, guys, this one was gutting for me. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, this one definitely blew my mind. That is... I think one of the biggest shortcomings of us as just a race, you know, human beings, is that sometimes we think we're smart when in fact we're completely stupid. Okay, so now I've said that to say this. If you watch this TV show, this docuseries, okay, it's called I Love You Now Die. Okay, I don't know, have you guys seen this one? I actually have, now that you remind me that it's HBO. Is it with the one with the girl that was dating a guy that committed suicide? Yes, Michelle yeah. Carter is her oh, name. Yeah. Lapo, yeah. I, I felt so bad for this young girl it's called insane. Michelle. I even went and followed her on Twitter. I was so apologetic. Now, granted, the girl definitely has oh my God, what do you... that needs to resolve internally because you know, <gasps> it does seem as though she's a bit possessed by a devil of sorts. She is a demon. did i hear correctly that Emeka said he's feeling sorry for the girl i remember he's told me this before. that's exactly my point we all that's how that's my point you guys all missed it Hmm. the fact is that michelle out of all of this 
even though she's the one that went to prison, she was the victim. She actually was the victim. This dude played her like a fiddler, and we have all convinced ourselves that, yes, the girl who's sending text messages to her boyfriend saying, kill yourself, go kill yourself. Have you killed yourself? Why not? You need to do it soon. Yes. It sounds like this person is the devil and this person sounds is like, just Sounds like? I sounds know. Like? I know, guys. But if you take a moment and actually review the story pound for pound, okay, you realize that this was in fact a very poor conviction. For one, hence why I think even her own lawyers didn't put up much of a fight. Okay, there just wasn't anything in, on writing constitutionally or not constitutionally but there was just nothing in writing that said look you're not allowed to tell somebody to kill themselves because on a day-to-day basis even you Napa, you were telling me america jump off a bridge america, you know, america, america off, we're not arguing what the conviction was i don't think i mean for me that's that's the part where we can disagree with the way things played out right but mm-hmm. i'm i'm not gonna feel sympathetic for her i still That's think she's a thing. terrible person maybe yeah maybe you shouldn't have gone to jail for as long as you did or maybe not at all whoever whoever you're talking to might have a different right that, but right she's still a fucked up human like i don't no, feel sorry for her no 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 so okay, hey, okay. Faye, you have in fact fallen victim to the norm okay okay this is your chance to rise up above that, remember, remember once thought. upon a time when I called you a contrarian? No, it's not about being a contrarian. Faye, you must rise above. No, because sometimes that, mainstream, mainstream thought, thought is the right thought. Sometimes mainstream thought is the right thought, and it's this mainstream. Is absolutely for correct. This yeah. is absolutely correct. Yeah. That is, in fact, mm-hmm. the mainstream thought sometimes is the right one. Yeah. But is it also sometimes the wrong one? Okay. I'll give you guys an example. Dial back to just very quick, very quick. I know we're not really trying to talk about corona here, but <laughs> yeah. just for like a the 60 second uh, tidbit. Let me give you guys an example, okay? I, and this will sound great, I'm sure. I went to the Wells Fargo ATM the other day. You guys know how ATMs are stacked, correct? Yeah. So like if you have one area that has more than one ATM, they tend to be all like side by side one another, okay? Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Okay, yeah. Do you agree? Okay. Sure. And so what they've done with this location was that they, as best as possible, Faye, okay, to make people distance themselves socially, socially distance. Okay, they said, please stand six feet away from the person who is actually using the ATM. Okay? And so they now rationed like vertical lines. Okay? Think about it in terms of a plane. Vertical lines. So the person in the ATM was at point zero, and then the next person behind him was six feet behind, right? It all sounded nice and smart. Okay? But then... The issue was that multiple people could use the ATM at the same time. And so they limited themselves to thinking that somehow this virus can only operate vertically, that it somehow (laughs) cannot move horizontally. So at that moment, it seemed intelligent. Yes, let's do this. But in fact, if you thought about it, it was really stupid. Now that's one. Two, and this one I saw with my own very eyes. Guys, I went to the Walmart. I know I keep talking about Walmart. I went to the Walmart the other day. You love Walmart. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was just so impressed to see that Walmart had thought to themselves, oh, wow, we do have more than 200 people here gathered at once. Let us limit it. So you know what they did? They now started doing the thing that like clubs do, whereby, you know, that's some people have to go out before some people go in. Yeah. Okay? So that's what they did. But guess what? Guys, from, from t- surface level, that sounds intelligent to you, right? Sure. 
No, Faye, it's okay to bravely answer. No, I'm not. I, I've already, I've already said yes to all your things that you've been saying. But okay, I, I'm not, I'm not understanding the parallel. I'm waiting for no us problem. To get to the no problem. Parallel. I will yeah. bring it back. Don't worry. Okay. I always bring it back. The plane right. must land. Right. So, so you, so the point, you agree that it's intelligent, right? So now what Walmart is doing is to limit. They're trying to limit the number of, of people, customers at a time. So they are making people go in after only people have come out. You agree that that is smart, right? Right. Okay, but Dalapo, here's why it is utterly stupid. Because now, do you know what people are doing? No, what are they doing? They're congregating outside. They are queuing in the line outside, Dalapo. And this is Walmart. Do you know how many people are trying to come to Walmart at a given time? I assure you, it's more than 100. So do you have 600 feet of space to allow for people to distance themselves six feet at a time? The answer was no. Everybody was stacked right beside one another, line after line after line. So they created a solution by creating a problem. Do you see what I'm saying? They did not, in fact, do anything. And so they ended up doing absolutely nothing. In fact, what they've done is worse because now people are now taking more time to shop right. because they're now waiting in line longer. So they have now decided to create a solution, but what they did was create a problem. So now my point is this. Those were mainstream thoughts, okay? Yes, let's figure out a way to help better our case, our situation. And this was now what has come as a result. Mm. Now, bring, tie all of this back to I love you now, die on HBO Mecca, please. What is the correlation? No problem, I'll tell please. you. So it is simply this, okay? If you look at this thing from surface level, you will say to yourself, yes, this Michelle Carter was an evil person. But if you actually look at the story, you know what they're saying is the same is text without context is pretext for trouble. Sounds like I'm preaching, right? I'll say it again. Text without context is pretext for trouble. It didn't sound trouble. like you were preaching until you said okay. it a second time. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, so my point is this. You have to look at the whole thing, not just the tidbits of what Michelle was doing. Dolapo, can you imagine that this person that she told to kill herself, prior to even meeting him, he had tried to kill himself twice? This is all not the point. Hold yeah. on. You I'm know what? I want the I'm audience you... to watch. I want the audience to watch yes. because if they haven't watched, more. they don't get it. I'm going to give you more detail, okay? Not only that, Dolapo, this guy who also manipulated this poor girl as well said, hey, by the way, and he was saying this to her, he said, hey, by the way, I am definitely going to kill myself and there is absolutely nothing you can do about it. Right. This is what he told the girl and this is after he had tried to kill himself on multiple occasions. Now that's you might say, when you walk America, away. I know, but this we are talking about teenagers, aren't we? I know, and we're talking about exactly. a teenager that was lonely and needed friends and blah, blah, I, blah. And I feel listen, sympathetic to her situation before she perpetrated listen, some heinous things. Listen, do you okay. know that that is how... So it's kind of like when they see us, you know? There's a way that the producers of these things sometimes present the message to you. If they give more airplay, if they give you more airtime to the girl being the, 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 the devil, the demon for like 90 minutes and then for the 20 minutes, they show, okay, but it could be other sources that also play the role. Then you think most of the time that, yes, the girl is the cause. But here's the thing, and I'm going to round this up before I go on to my next issue. That is simply this Dolapo, okay, and Faye. Simply <laughs> no, you this. can talk to Dolapo. You're not convincing me. You no, I'm me. convincing you today. Because <laughs> okay. here's the thing. At the end of the day, this girl was equally mentally ill, hence why she was also on medication. Sure. She was equally depressed, equally suicidal. And you know and what? So, and so for her, she was also a victim. And at the end of the day, 
My issue is the judge. The judge's ruling sounded intelligent. And that's how I'm saying that our biggest flaw is thinking that we're smart when we're not smart. And here's why. The judge, now, for those who haven't watched, how he ended up being, how he ended up committing suicide is that he suffered from, actually, essentially, he suffocated. Carbon monoxide Exactly. Carbon monoxide. Yeah, he set off a generator in his car, shut everything. I think it's called asphyxiation. Anyways, long story short, okay, that's how he died. But what happened was during the time, Dolapo, okay, and Faye, I'm sure you've seen this already, but he comes out of the car, okay? He starts it up, okay? And then all of a sudden, he comes out. He gives the girl mm-hmm. a phone call saying, look, man, it was hard, man. It was tough. Mm-hmm. And quote, unquote, and this is what we are being told, is that she said, go back in and finish what you've started. And so guess what happened? He went back in, finished what he started, mm-hmm. and he passed. The judge's ruling was that, the reason why Michelle Carter, and that's her name, has to go to prison is because by him getting out of the car, I'm almost trying to quote the judge. The judge is indicating that he broke the cycle and that Michelle saying, get back in, was essentially reinstating the cycle. And therefore, this is how she has now played a part mm-hmm. in his murder. If mm-hmm. you look at it, the way he, he, he coined it for us, it sounded intelligent. Really? Mm-hmm. Right? But if you think about it, Faye and Dalapo, unfortunately, it's really stupid. Because guess what? Asphyxiation is not an easy way to go. The reason why he got out of the cars was likely because he was choking. It was likely because it was just, it's just a hard way to go. To just be breathing carbon monoxide, it is a you tough way what? to go. Exactly. I'm going to stop you because yeah, unless you're getting to your point. I think yes. you made your point. Yes. No, yeah. no, no. Before you talk, we're going to get stuck on this one. Show. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I don't want it to be the love you now die show. Yeah, yeah we're, I think maybe it might be worth it. I'm going to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch Please it. Please do. And I want to you know your... You must watch it with an open mind. Yes, no, no, no. It sounds like I'm... Jonathan is a, is a open-minded human. Don't worry. Yeah, no, don't I'm, I'm fairly open-minded. There is an issue. I cannot be completely open-minded because I already know the i know the general the, basis know, of it, yeah. exactly i heard when the news came out before the yeah same yeah then mm-hmm. happened. so i heard about that so i have a general idea of what i think but i'm gonna watch it and try to like see what they tell me i'm willing to be convinced if they give me good points um okay i, do I agree part that you were going to just that specific point just made me think of something else um since we're on tv shows matter we'll talk about books and stuff like that um I listened to a book by uh, Malcolm Gladwell. I'm sure I've said this before because I only listened to one book. Um, <laughs> called Talking to Strangers. And there was a chapter yeah. in the book or like a theme in the book where there's this idea that different factors, it sounds basic, right? But basically every decision is based on a combination of factors. Yeah. And you can, even if you think that one factor is very small and you don't think that by itself is gonna stop something from happening, it actually happens. And basically it's like people make, no, that's not the point. The point is it's coupled, coupled factors. That's the specific point, mm-hmm. right? So he had a story about how in England back in the day, a way that a lot of like people used to kill themselves is with the ovens. Yeah. The ovens, exactly. Yeah. Use mm-hmm. the ovens and it was in every household. You had easy access to it. You could kill yourself. When they stopped making the ovens that way, basically they made the gas it, ovens. Yeah, exactly. They stopped making the yeah. gas ovens, so basically that wasn't an option to kill yourself anymore. The rate of suicides reduced. It sounds like a very by a significant amount. You would think that hey, if you're gonna yeah. kill yourself, it doesn't matter. You find you're gonna find another way, but no, a lot of people make their decisions based on it matters. Like the yeah. way you die, like you're kind of alluding to it, right? The way you die matters. So we don't know what factors would make him do it obviously we know what factors combined and led him to actually doing it for real 
So mm-hmm. as much as you can say, like, yeah, her telling him to get back in the car is not a big enough factor for him to do it. For him, that could be one of the factors that had to be coupled with someone literally being like, kill yourself. Like, that has, like, for him... It's a contributing factor. It's not the factor, it's a contributing factor. <laughs> exactly. We can't wait. It's already done. But I will watch it with an open mind. I am ready for your third docuseries, the one that's on no the Please, please. Hopefully it's a more uplifting one, no? Oh, yes. Don't worry. The docuseries are a bit dark, but then we get into the light. Okay, fine. Okay, what's your Netflix one? So this is, this is the light at the end of the tunnel. All right, the last one. Last but not least, guys. Making of a Murderer. This of is course. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. This is on Netflix. You absolutely have to watch this. It's about a man named, I think it was John Avery. Okay? This dude seemed a little dark to me. Not gonna lie. I do feel as though he did do something evil. I do not know that the evidence that was brought forth against him was honest. I think, in fact, it was planted. Hence mm-hmm. why I think it's a good watch. Because for the fact that it was planted is why he should not be in prison. Now, he yeah. should be in prison for committing the crime. I just didn't think that he had enough evidence to show. Evidence. Exactly. Gotcha. And so this is when you now determine whether or not the law is a little iffy. And so you'd have to watch this one. John Avery, basically, because some of them I just can't understand. Like, John, why is there blood at the back of your vehicle? Okay, like, that doesn't make sense, dude. And so for those reasons, I understand that, yes, the cops, after looking at stuff like that, just did all that they could to put this guy as, you know, being the guy, the culprit, basically. And so, you know, it's a good watch, guys. It's an excellent watch. Of all the three, my favorite one is definitely Who Killed Garrett Phillips. Uh, it's, the, it's about the Jamaican coach, Nick Hillary. That one, I think, is my favorite. Please, by all means, start with that one. And then The Making of a Murderer is a bit... It's a bit dark. <laughs> Dolapo, do you have any viewpoints on these three documentary series? Well, they sound all very, very similar. Yeah. They are actually my kind of stuff, so I'm actually like excited to watch them. Cause I agree. Um, sorry, I'm really sorry into true... Go ahead. I, I, sorry, Go ahead. I know this, this was too dark for you. I just wanted to no, 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 no. I was going to say, I actually really like true crime stuff as well. Um, the two that I haven't watched are Making a Murderer because I just, again, know a little too much. Like... Um, that it, it doesn't intrigue me any longer. And then the first one I just hadn't heard about. Um, the second one, obviously, I watched. And then there's several that I've watched um, on Netflix throughout the years. Um, as of recent, there was one called Abducted in Plain Sight that I really liked. Um, there's one on HBO called The Jinx, which is crazy. The twist at the end is insane. Like, you basically follow a guy that may or may not have done some really evil things. And at the end, he's caught on record pretty much admitting to it but not like the way you would think he was basically like oh my god they caught me blah 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 and this is like at the very end where they were basically just wrapping up the whole documentary hmm. so that was a really insane twist at the end um there's so many good ones on netflix that i've watched i just don't have them at the tip of my tongue uh-huh. um the documentary series i was mentioning though was not true crime related um it's called explained okay. if you guys are familiar with vox it's like a definitely like a liberal leaning news type of media platform they now have a documentary series on netflix it's called explained it's been around for a couple years um and basically they have very short like 30 minutes or less episodes on various different topics whether it's diamonds or like i don't know freaking a pandemic they have one on a pandemic they have one on pirates like the randomest topics that you would think you don't care about like they have one on athleisure like how do you make a 30 minute episode on athleisure they did it was really interesting and they have different types like they have the mind explained they have sex explained they have just you know explained so all of them really interesting i would say 
the one to look out for the most is probably, well, right now the pandemic one, because it's on brand and on topic for 2020. And then also Sex Explained, um, that one is narrated by Janelle Monet, And it goes from everything from like, you know, birth control to child labor to like, obviously intimacy and blah, blah, blah. So it's a very, very interesting watch. Okay. Oh, there you go. I will check those out as well. So we did more dark. Let's do more so stand-up. Yay, thank you. Stand-up category. Uh, you guys probably have more categories on stand-up than me. It's fine. It's not a competition. Nah, yeah. But I think that if there's any stand-up you have to watch, to be honest, you have to definitely watch these two. And then I'll let you guys also give your own, like, you know, favorite stand-ups on Netflix. Then before I go to, like, the more intense TV shows. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So, stand-up. We're going to start with Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones. Have you guys seen yeah. this one? Yeah. Of course. Come on. Okay. Mainstream. Dave Chappelle. Everybody knows and loves him. Said some very, you know, controversial mm-hmm. things, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, but if anybody know, can do it, it's Chappelle. Like, he, exactly. he can do it, and people still love him for it. Exactly. So, by all means, I've been a fan of Dave since day one. Um, by all means, you should definitely go see that. Absolutely hilarious. But my favorite one, I think, on Netflix is, and I'm sure maybe you guys have not seen this one, is by Sebastian Maniscalco. It's called Stay Hungry. Have you guys is seen this? Is he an this? Italian guy? I think I've yeah, heard of him. Yeah, I don't, Italian I haven't guy. seen it, but I hear he's really funny though. Oh, he is hilarious, yeah. man. And in fact, I watched him on Jimmy Fallon prior to his Netflix special and he blundered on Jimmy Fallon. He forgot his lines, blah, oh, blah. No. It was a whole funny, funny, funny ordeal. And then Jimmy and everybody in the crowd gave him some motivation and he eventually got it out and remembered. Mm-hmm. Anyways, long story short, very funny guy. Okay. Um, his jokes about like you know going to Chipotle usually gets me. You know. Okay, I'll and look then, out for the Chipotle joke. Yeah, yeah, look out for the Chipotle joke <laughs> amongst other jokes. Uh, you said his uh, name is Sebastian. What? Sorry, just Man- say that one. Maniscalco. M A N I S. Yes, C A S C O. Yes, yes, yes. Sebastian Maniscalco. But I'm just curious, guys. Which one? What? Which? Do you guys have a a a favorite stand-up TV show on Netflix? So I do have. So I do have. I recently just watched. Dave Chappelle, he had, a, I guess he won an award, um, the Mark Twain. I don't know if you saw that on Netflix. So no. they a little, it's not really a stand-up per se, but it's like just a recap of the night. So they okay, kind of show like, that. like comedians and just like all the famous people, of course, this is Dave Chappelle, they all come out to mm-hmm, see mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I kind of talked a little bit about just his ties. So of course they did it in DC at the Kennedy Center. Do you have the name of it or? I don't know what it's called, but okay. it's type of Dave Chappelle, you find okay. it. Okay, I'm sure, yeah. watched it like randomly like okay. a couple of days ago. But it was it was a nice watch. It's not gonna like be the most hilarious thing, but it was it was interesting just to kind of get a little bit, a little bit of insight. Insight, yeah. Who he is and like just the way that people love him and all that. And uh, yeah, it was interesting because he's been doing this for a long time. Like he pretty much kind of got his break when he was a teenager, which I don't think people know or realize. About, yeah. But like he's, yeah, he's been around for a long time. Cause yeah. So I, I watched that. I haven't really watched that much stand up stuff. I kind of stick to people that I know and mm. are a little bit racist with stand up. So <laughs> if, they're, uh, if they're white. So. That doesn't surprise me though. Um, no. Uh, so is it my turn? Are you- yeah. It's your turn. Yeah. I have nothing. Yeah. Um, I, I like stand-up. I usually watch it every so often. Most recently, I watched, um, what's his name? Pete Davidson. 
I didn't like it. Um, Funny not dude. Because oh, I love the dude, I, man. I, oh, yeah, I like the guy, but his stand-up wasn't great. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, then again, we have the likes of Dave Chappelle, who can, like, literally carry a stand-up from point A to Z and, like, it be so seamless. Um, and then Pete, it was so choppy. It, unfortunately, just the jokes weren't hitting. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm racist, too. But no, outside of that... No, I, no, you're not racist, too. <laughs> Outside of that, <laughs> comedy racism. <laughs> right, right. Um, but outside of that, I liked um, in recent time, I've liked Hassan Massage. Hassan Massage. Hassan Minaj. Yes, yes, Minaj. Yeah, that should be easy for me to remember. Um, Hassan Minaj. I I liked him a lot. Um, he had a stand-up called Homecoming that was pretty good. Um, I watched his Enzid Ansari's. Is that how you say that one? Mm-hmm. Aziz Ansari. Yep. Yeah. Um. That one was okay. Um, I think he was leaning too much on trying to be like good, if you will, like for lack of a better word, because of his um, little me too. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So, so it, like yeah, yeah. He wasn't to me. It didn't come off as free as I would like him to have come off, but it was okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. excellent. To be honest, that was a great one for me. Well, I, I mean, I'm not easily humored. Oh my goodness! (laughs) When it comes to stand up, I'm I'm just a tough critic, you know. Like I don't like Kevin Hart, for instance. Wow! 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 I don't. Okay, okay, that's harsh. Controversial. Dolapo, did you hear what she said? She said she doesn't like Kevin Hart. Kind of a listen. This is what I think of Faith. Faith I'm snobby. Yeah, and she's always like with that crowd of people that just like randomly decide to hate on people. Without okay, no, 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 no. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. I'm a lover. I'm a lover. Like. It's kind of generally accepted by the cool people that Kevin Hart is not funny. He's not to be like... Really? Okay, no, 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 no. no. So genuinely, I swear to you. With Kevin wow. Hart, I personally, I personally, his brand of humor doesn't appeal to me. Like, you know, I, I, I think, I don't know, maybe it's I that, think, like, it's I a little elementary to me. That's funny than he used to be. Like, I think when his, like, his, when he first, like, really started blowing up, like, in terms of his stand-up stuff, like, I thought that stuff was hilarious. Like, it was very funny. I think that as he's gone on, like, it's become a little less funny. I think because he has to now appeal to such a broad spectrum of people that I, I don't know. I feel like his um, jokes get watered down. They're a little elementary, in my opinion. Whereas Dave Chappelle, he's just so unbothered. Like, if you want to cancel him, cancel him. So I like the more, like, push the envelope type of humor. Like, unexpected, funny look at something that I, I wouldn't have been able to come up with that joke. Whereas Kevin Hart, like... You know, you're talking about your kids, and it's cute and funny and adorable. But you know, I, I've heard those jokes before, in my opinion. But okay, let's move okay. on. <laughs> the cool kids that have to hate on someone. That's Stop funny. it! I don't like where you paint this yeah, narrative. I have. I really have to. I really have to investigate. Uh, Faye. Yeah. Oh my god! This is really not fair. To, this is not. We really fair. have to make her a project, guys. Because now nah, this is getting out of hand. I'm not gonna. Lie. <laughs> says says a mecca. Says a let's, mecca. Let's. No Let's move I on to the move next on. category. Stuff, right? Guys, this is my intense category. Intense. My intense category. Dun, dun, dun. Look, listen, listen. If your life is to be changed by the quality of acting of individuals, this is oh. all just quality based. Ooh. That is not just content, but also just like the way the actors. The crafting of the whole exactly from start to finish. finish. And guys, of course, I'm gonna start with my shows that have words, female leads, because those are in fact some of my favorite ones. Not gonna lie. 
I'm going to start with my least but best favorite and then go to my best of the best favorites. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So yes. we're going to start with Big Little Lies, HP. Oh, yeah. Big Little Lies. If you have not seen Big Little Lies on HBO, please, by all means, you have to. Even just the soundtrack of Big oh, Little yes. Lies. Yes, yeah. even just the soundtrack yeah. alone is just like yeah. captivating. Yeah, from the start to finish. In fact, that song outside of the TV show, I just listened to that song over and over and over again. Dolphin, yeah. what did you say? I didn't hear you. I said I was trying to remember the song so I could sing it, but I can't remember right now. Yeah, like the the opening sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit is fire. I agree. It is. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, so the song itself um, is by what's his name? It's a very long African sounding song. Give me one second. Yeah. Michael Kiwanuka is his name. Mm, okay. Michael Kiwanuka. Correct. Yes, 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 yes. And I think the song is called Cold Little Heart. I have to verify, but we'll do that at a later time. Yes, please. Um, it sounds like me and Faye are on board. How yeah, we're on board. We don't even have to go into that one because... Yes, yes. Stella story, just... You guys have to watch it. This guy... Now, know, Ameka, I have a question for you. Do you think yes, season yes. one or two is better? Listen, listen, listen. This is a great question. Thank you for asking. So, guys, the truth is that season one on paper is supposed to be better, but oh, the truth is with the go. way supposed with the way be. with the way our our legend herself Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, you already okay. know. The right. way she came in and okay. saved season two for me, <laughs> I I gave her a standing ovation. Okay. I had but to but notice how you said saved season two, like yes, yes. So my so, point is that season two without her would have likely been subpar in comparison to season one. Mm-hmm. But with just her performance alone, in my opinion, it brought it up to like a tie almost. No, okay. You see what I'm saying? So for yeah. me, for me, if I had to watch one, it would be season one. But to be honest, season two is not that far off. Like it would be a close tie for me. You know what I mean? Like it would be okay. close. Yeah. Why? Why? What was, what was your favorite? What was your favorite episode? Oh, I, I mean, season one is just better. It's uh, not even a. It's just hands of down. Course, of course. But that's just me. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. So that's that's my first one. As you know, the cast of Big Little Lies, very strong, powerful females. Well, we're talking, you know, Meryl. We're talking Nicole Kidman. We're talking Reese Witherspoon. We're talking Zoe Kravitz, Shailene Woodley. The list Nicole goes on. Nicole Kidman is my favorite. Nicole is top notch. I don't even know. The woman just has just like I used to like not like her, but she Oh my goodness. She has You used so to not much. like her though? Why? That Australian accent? <laughs> Why then? Like has... I think maybe I didn't like her movies. I don't know. I just felt like I had some reason I hated on her, but she... Okay. Okay. Sounds wow. like what you were accusing me of. Wow, wow, wow. 10 minutes just ago. Have, just, true. just have haters. Just have haters. <laughs> but no, I like haters everywhere. She's incredible. All right, next one, guys. This one you know i told as you know guys i'm a very i'm a gangster you know you know in a sense so people affiliate me with like crips and bloods and stuff like that you know i have to be this is news to me yeah affiliate me with you know the harshness and the hardness of the streets that we're in yeah okay and so anyways long story short i really couldn't come out saying that look this is a show that i watched because the street cred was gonna go down Mm. but this show guys was so powerful disappointed okay this show was so powerful, guys, that, in fact, I was just like, you know what? I don't let my, my image take a hit. 
I don't mind. It can take a hit. You know, I'll, I'll lose some street credits. All good. Now, this show, guys, is an old one. You might need to purchase a subscription that you don't have because it's not in any of our, <laughs> our major ones. But it's, in fact, called The Good Wife. Oh, now, okay. have you guys seen The Good Wife? No. No, I haven't. I heard it's good, though. Yeah. Oh, same. my goodness, guys. We to talk about sex in the city. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, know, I know, right? I thought it was going no, 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 way no. different. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Good Wife. Okay. The Good Wife. Juliana yeah. Margulies. That's how I say her name. Is it, is it said like that? Who knows? Andrea Margulies. Margulies. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, guys, stellar woman, stellar acting. She's so charismatic, so composed, just top-notch. If you could rate her acting on a scale of 1 to 10, I assure you, you'd give her a 10.5. It's how good she was in this TV mm. show. You absolutely have to watch it. Obviously, the, the name kind of gives you a sense of what it's about. A good wife, a woman who's trying as best as possible to stick with and to her husband during trying times, one of which is, you know, husband is being an adulterer in a sense, et cetera, et cetera. But she's also a lawyer taking on cases that are powerful and, mm-hmm. you know, doing all that she can to save people, good people especially. And so the acting is just top-notch. The cast is excellent. Everything is just amazing. Please, by all means, go watch the show. If you have nothing else to do, self-quarantining, mark my words, you will watch season one and you will be hooked. If you watch season one and you're not hooked, send me cash app requests and I will pay you. Each okay, and every single um, one of you. Cash app request me. Yeah, just, like just drop your cash. You know what? I'll, I'll hit you later. I need, I need to know your cash app. No problem. Dollar sign. I'm trying to make some extra money here. Okay. I guarantee. But you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. Contingency there. All right. Now I'm going to give you a third show, Female Lead. Now, obviously, this one brings it home for me with all due respect. Now, there's some competition out there in the masses for African-Americans between these two uh, ladies. Okay. Now, you guys have seen the show. Um yeah uh it's a hulu Scandal? show what's the quote oh, no oh, no no little fires everywhere no 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 how uh, to get away with murder oh how to, how to get yeah, away. okay okay yeah 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 who's the lead uh do you guys know uh, viola davis correct yeah. you got it right yeah. on it see if you guys were smart so yes <laughs> so it's viola davis uh, viola davis versus this lady uh, if you guys can guess Washington. Just, no no carrie doesn't oh, come close to viola okay. sorry Dolpa, you have any guesses i honestly don't i don't have any guesses okay. Oh, so this might be a telltale sign that you guys are not, in fact, empowering our people by watching their movies and TV shows. So okay. this is a bigger problem. This is a bigger problem, isn't okay, it? Because this woman should come to come to <laughs> she should come to mind immediately. But anyways, guys, the lady is in fact Regina King. Oh. And the TV okay. show, the TV okay. show is in fact Watchmen. Okay. Now, okay. if you have HBO and you have not seen Watchmen, then maybe cancel your subscription because then you're not really getting your money's worth. Mm. But this is your chance to go watch it, guys, because Regina King by far nailed this. Now, I don't know if you guys have also seen The Leftovers. She was in that as well. Oh, she Phenomenal. was? Are you kidding me? I have never watched The Leftovers, but I just know the show. Doesn't it have oh Justin Theroux in it or something? Yes, okay. yes. Yeah, okay. Likewise, Regina King. Yeah, so that's... With, with, that. with HBO, they tend to keep their, their staff. Yeah, they, they like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, offenders. Exactly, exactly. So Regina is in both The Leftovers and Watchmen. Please, mm-hmm. please, by all means, you have to watch The Watchmen. It's, in fact, sort of like a black superhero type movie. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Yeah. A very- is, this is actually why I don't listen. What means, excuse me, watch it. What did you say, Dalpa? No, I said it's a very interesting story. It's, it, the story is very, very interesting. I mean, I don't okay. know what, 
you would call that. I don't know if it's sci-fi. It's just very interesting. Okay. Um, oh, so so you have seen it, Delapo? For no, I have, I have. I don't think I finished the season though, so that might not be a good thing. But I did oh. watch it for a while. Um, I believe that it is canceled. I feel like we had this conversation that it's canceled, which I don't know what that means. About really? I I think I saw that she was like nominated for something this past award cycle. No? No, maybe we should check. Maybe I'm lying. Yeah, I, I don't know. I saw something that the Watchmen was going to be canceled. Like there was. No well, I wouldn't. Be okay, maybe it's going to be canceled. Yeah. Because the way it ended is, in fact, okay, I won't tell you guys how it ended for those who haven't seen it. Yeah. But the way it ended did almost indicate that there wouldn't be a season three or, you know, which is fine. You know, I'm not going to judge. <laughs> and it made me a bit mad. Oh, but, you know, sorry. it is what it is. Yeah. But anyways, uh, long story short, though, guys, please, for the sake of Regina King, you have to go watch that. You know, I'm a proud... I have a proud and deep reverence for black women in mm. Hollywood. And so this, in fact, just did it for me. I was so proud of the lady. She did such a stellar job. And are, she was amazing. Are the next ones also female leads, the ones you're about to say? No, I wanted no, no, to no, ask. Okay, to. okay. The reason okay. I asked is because um, before we move on from female leads and HBO shows, honestly, are you going to watch Miss America? Uh, huh. Have you heard of it? Uh, no. Um, Dolpo, you were telling us about it, right? You were giving us a shout out about it a few weeks ago. It's America? Yeah. I don't know what that is. That's on HBO? Um, or is it Netflix? The, it's based on a book by Chizo, um, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't believe, it's probably Netflix, if anything. Okay. Um, but I don't know what it's called, and I, yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. It's, it's Miss called- America. You should watch it. I suppose, like, it would be in your wheelhouse, considering it's, I, I, I'm going to assume it's a female lead based on the name of it. it um, is, it's based on a book. Um, Chimamanda. No, isn't it? Chim- no, it's not oh, Chimamanda. No, no, it's not Chimamanda. It's the other lady. I know what you're talking about. It's the yeah. that writes. I actually don't know who she is. Uh, I was the- hoping you could help, like, you know, give us a little bit more context because you actually brought it up. But either way, I feel like it's something that would fit into anybody's wheelhouse if they're into shows with strong female leads, um, especially of African-American or African no, descent. I agree. Yeah. 100% Emeka is gonna look into it uh, I'm sure hoping you're not talking about the movie Miss Americana docuseries involving Taylor Swift which I would no. like never ever watch <laughs> it's not what okay. I'm talking about alright good no beef right. I love Taylor although I actually kind of I, I tuned into that I'm, I'm also a Taylor hater um, to, to you know follow on with that narrative that I'm a hater of people but I watched it just out of curiosity I'm not gonna say I liked it because I didn't so we can move on Okay, well, there you go. So I'm going to just take a break here because, you know, it sounds like my, my opinions are far-fetched these days. Actually, I left a group because of that. Well, but anyways, you I left would like a to... group. Yeah, like a WhatsApp group. I started to feel alienated in a sense. Wow. But uh, I'm just curious. Uh, can I just get your top, uh, maybe say, three favorite shows from, from both of you? We'll just start with, uh, with Faye, please. Faye, please. If you could I just give me... Like it doesn't have to be your absolute... Okay, okay, fine. Just give me top three that you know had an impact. Like you just it's, felt like, wow, that was a great watch. Clearly, Less though, I mean, clearly, America has sat down and thought about this and written it down and blah blah blah. Like I genuinely haven't, so this isn't fair. But I'll try my best, I guess. Okay, okay. Tell you what, um, I'll even let you. I'll let you think like, while I while I feed this to Tolapo. So please, okay. but buffet, please, you're gonna promise me something, okay? I'm, you're gonna I'm come afraid. up with three good ones, okay? I got three good ones. Okay. Go okay, ahead, Popo, let's go. get it. 
So these are not my top three. It's not favorite, but just three shows that like you need to watch. If you watch, shows, okay, okay. If you don't watch the shows, I judge but, you. But I will. Let me just. I'm looking want to go first because I don't want Olaf to take any of mine. Ah, I see. So I won't the ball is in your court. The ball is in your court. Do you want to go first? Because you you absolutely should if you want. Um, but I will pull up your shows on IMDb to get a rating. Okay, I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. I'm going to try my best. This is going to be difficult. Um, okay, fine. Because I watch a lot of shows. Okay, we can start with with Ozark. Oh, Lord. Okay, Ozark. I love Ozark. Such a good show. Um, I don't even really like, like shows that deal with that type of content, per se. Like, I don't watch Narcos. Um, I never watched Power. Like, anything that's, like, There's drug different, but content. Ozark yeah. is incredible. Yeah, Ozark is amazing. And like, again, it's based out of Missouri. So you would not think you would be into it, honestly, I, based on just like the description of the show. But mm-hmm. super, it's super good. Keeps you enthralled. Okay. It so keeps you Ozark, on your toes the whole time. Got you. Ozark is an 8.4 out of 10. Okay, Please great. go on. Um, secondly, I'm going to say, this is the one I thought the alpha was going to steal from me, Killing Eve. That's oh. such a dynamic show yeah, with a ama- How would you say, Dalpha? I didn't think about it, but definitely I should. Yeah, Killing Eve. An amazing show with, like, two phenomenal female actresses. Like, phenomenal. um, Beyond phenomenal, honestly. Especially, um, I can't remember her name, but the one that's not Asian. (laughs) Um, She's the one that I'm, like, super, super into. Mm -hmm. And then the third one, let's think of an oldie, but goodie. I'm going to go with one that's like, it doesn't get its acclaim. It's not really known in these streets as like an amazing show. Probably because it declined in like the last couple seasons. And I haven't watched the last couple seasons, but it's so strong in the first like five to six seasons that it's okay. Um, it's Suits. That show is oh so my God. good. Um, oh my people, goodness. Don't oh my goodness me. I didn't oh my goodness you. Sorry, sorry. I just said um, it like this. No, but Suits is so good. The acting was so strong. The banter between um, Mike and, um, well, the name of the actor is Gabriel, and then the other actor is Patrick. So the banter between the two of them was amazing. Um, And, like, we had a strong um, Black woman who was a very strong series regular um, that also did her shit. So I like that show a lot. So Oldie Book. Okay. I do. I do. I did like I did like the black lead in suits actually. Now that I remember, um, the lady with the very defined physical facial features. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I don't have to go pull her name up actually. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, she was quite stellar. I think her actually. name is Gina. Um, Megan Merkel was on that show. Um, yeah, the Meghan current was British. On that. Gina Torres is her name. Correct. Yeah, Gina, Gina Torres. Torres. Um, correct. So yeah, really, really, Gina, really, really good show. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so your average is in fact an eight four out of ten. Uh, Faye. Um, I know my so taste is good. I didn't need IMDb, whatever. Go ahead, Dolpo. <laughs> no problem. Okay. Dolpo, please. So, again, these are just shows, like, these are classic shows. So, honestly, right. I don't care what the rating is going to be. Right, right. If the rating is not like close to 10, like, I that's quite- their business. <laughs> so, first, I'm going to say The Wire. Okay. Mm, okay. 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 Classic. The came in with a strong one. My okay, okay. only show, or one of the only shows that I've actually watched twice. Maybe wow, three times. I don't really like rewatching shows, but I have watched that okay. times. I'm always willing to watch it with anyone. So if okay. you okay. want to watch it with me, we can hang out. We can watch it. Hey, man, that came up as a 9.3 out of 10. You know what? The yeah, I'm down sense. for us to like 
you know, quarantine and watch that at the same wow. time. It's okay. Sure. If you haven't watched The Wire, like, you would like The Wire. Like, your taste, you would like The Wire. Yeah, I think I would too. The only reason I haven't watched it is because it has so much hype that I'm almost scared to start it and not like it. But I'm sure I will like it. Forget about that. Will, it's just a good show. Yeah. I will say this. It starts slow. It's a slow one. Uh, they always say that with like Breaking Bad with Game of Thrones. It's like at this point, is it just that it wasn't good? It's not that it started slow. It just wasn't good. It got better. No, it was really good. And then it started, but it started slow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so I was going to say Breaking Bad, but I'm going to, I'm going to just try not to just do all the heavy hitters. Yeah. Let's say Mad Men. Okay. Okay. I can rock with that. Really? Mad Men. You know, I, I contemplate naming my son uh, Draper. Oh, <laughs> You should probably like talk to your future spouse about that, but okay. She will have no say in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mad Men is an incredible show. It's another show that you might consider slow, depending on like your taste. It's probably not for everyone, but it's just really good. Smooth. I can verify that because I just started Mad Men. Me and Dolph have talked about this. I started it a couple months back, and it, it starts quite slow, but not slow enough that I, I've lost interest at all. Yeah, no, Mad Men is incredible. Um, for my third, oh, I'm trying to be like, trying to be a cool kid. And not yeah, just- come on, give us something fresh. Give me something, man. I give you guys who killed Garrett Phillips. Yeah. Uh, All right, dude. Ooh, <laughs> have you guys yeah. watched Mindhunter? No. Yes, I have, actually. That's not a bad that one. That show is so one. good. Now, have you watched, have you watched Hannibal? Okay, well, we'll, no. we'll come back. No, come I have back. not. I have not. Okay, go ahead, Dolph. Well, sorry, we're, we're, we're buying time for you, Dolph. Well, where I, are you? It's helping, but not helping. <laughs> Let's see, my third show. Oh, I'm trying not to... Oh, you like that one on Netflix? What? Top what? Boy, Top Boy. Yeah, you like that's, Top that's Boy. actually what I was about to say. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. No, Dolph, you're about to say Peaky Blinders, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know Mecca's going to hit on Peaky Blinders. I'm trying to not be a prisoner of the moment. Peaky Blinders okay. is one of the best shows I've seen recently, like, yeah. in shows to me. So Peaky Blinders is... Actually, yes, let's say Peaky Blinders. I love that. See? See? I knew it. Peaky All right. It's incredible. Okay. And yeah, man. I rock for Tommy. So, yes. Peaky All right. Peaky Blinders comes in at an 8.8 on IMDb. Mad Men was 8.6. Oh, and The Wire was a 9.3. So, okay. the Apple's average is high. Okay. Yeah, it sounds sounds like you know your stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you know your stuff. Um, not going to lie. I like two of three. Peaky Blinders doesn't really do it for me. So I'll give you a two out of three on that one. So okay, so now, Dolph, um, Mecca, is is this your chance to go into your three? Is that what? Yes, this is? yes, okay, yes, yes. This ahead. is my opportunity to, in fact, give you guys my top three. In fact, I'm sure you already did your average, knowing you. No, I haven't. I haven't. Okay, and, okay. And I'm not gonna give you guys like Game of Thrones. Okay. You know, because obviously that comes in at a at a very high, high. Uh, no, Game Mark. of Thrones is only nine point three. That's interesting. Yeah, but I mean, right, that, that last season didn't do it any favors. Yeah, the last couple last, seasons, I feel like. Yeah, the last season definitely uh, kind of did them a huge disservice. All right, guys, I'm gonna stick to HBO here, please. By all means, you have to check out True Detective. True okay. Detective, start okay. with season one. I don't know if you guys on here have seen it, but I've heard it's great. Matthew McConaughey, right? I love that. Man. Yes, yes, yeah. he starts it. Yeah, he definitely starts it, and then. From then on, it takes a very, I think, promising uh, path. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, True Detective, it comes in at a 9 out of 10. Okay. True Detective is All a great right. show. I know there is some 
there is the belief out there that season two was a dud. So yeah, I heard. If you feel like if you don't like season two, don't be. Yeah, I didn't like season, season two. Three. Like season it's actually a really good show, regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought season three was 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 decent as well. Now, um, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to number two. Now, this 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 one here, unfortunately, not a lot of people like it, and for some reason, I don't know why. Okay. Now, this is also one of the reasons why I'm trying to name my son Michael Schofield. Okay, because this show is in fact just, it was amazing for me up until like the last season, I think season five. Uh, prison Break, guys. Prison Break. Mm, okay. I know. Prison I Break was one. Uh, you had to have seen Prison Break. If you want to just go back in time a little bit, just dabble in intelligence. I think it's better than Money Heist, in fact. Mm, okay. Um, so yeah, I'll take, I'll take Prison Break over Money Heist, although Money okay. Heist is hyped right now. Money Heist is incredible. But, uh, yeah. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But uh, Prison Break, 100%, guys, please check it out. Please check it out. And then last but not least, um, this I won't really rank as one of my favorite, but one that just gets my mind thinking, you know, like, you know, where is our, where's technology going? Where, how are people going to evolve at some point? And this show, I think, helps with that sometimes. I just think like, hmm, that's fascinating. So like Black Mirror, guys, is what it's called. Okay. Black Mirror on Netflix. I, I enjoy a few of them, one of which is uh, being able to, like, record your thoughts mm-hmm. with, like, a chip, like a device mm. that is, like, lodged, like, in your eyes, basically. Mm, okay. And with every memory that you see it is, like, stored, like, on, like, a hard drive, basically, mm. just to save everybody time. And so I'm just like, hmm, that's really fascinating, actually. If we could all it do is. this. Yeah, we would, we would, I think, just live our experiences and memories better as opposed to just, you know, thinking you know anyways long story short black mirror has to be on there and so i think my average comes in slightly lower than that of the lapo right now of course obviously i didn't want to give you guys the the, the greatest ones like breaking bad and, mm-hmm. and 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 game of thrones etc but i think with these three you guys would definitely enjoy so i think right now the viewers have at least a minimum of nine from all three of us and then yeah. all the ones that i said prior and so yeah honorable mention is handmaid's tale i know we both watched that oh yeah excellent show yeah i've heard a lot of good things another one that's better the first season than the others but still good still worth the watch oh my Um, goodness excellent show yeah Yeah, i'm currently watching uh i'm watching homeland which okay like 24 just like yeah a little bit updated and like female perspective maybe right. violence but same general ideas that's a good tv to watch it kills a lot of time it's a good show nice okay so homeland i couldn't really follow but i i did i do know a lot of followers and they, they speak highly of it it's like the the other one um designated survivor sort of oh, oh yeah a lot of people like that designated survivor. i don't know if i like that i never watched yeah. it i've never watched doesn't look good yeah. yeah it doesn't really strike me as well yeah but, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, guys, that's that's really all that I have as far as TV shows. I mean, okay. the thing is, I with like. TV shows, I can keep going for a very long time just because I watch oh, so yeah. many right. and I'm in love with with so many of them. So yeah. So, so yeah. By clearly, all means, clearly, yeah. clearly, we yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so please, guys. You know, like I said, if you ever need recommendations for any movies, TV shows, like movies, uh, I don't want to even start because that's just a whole other ball game. Like, yeah, you see Mad Max Fury Road. Like, unfollow me and unfriend me. But just okay. stuff like that, yeah. But if you, yeah, so basically, have you seen that, Faye? 
I have. I was, I, w- I was gonna be like, okay, I guess I get to, but I actually went to the movie theater to watch it. So yeah, I, I need another reason to. I've not seen Mad Max. Oh, okay. Maybe well, then, yeah, Dalapa, you can unfriend him and then I'll follow. I mean, let me just confess a little bit because I'm an honest person. Um, I don't really like movies and shows that like, like that's the way it looks. Like that's not my kind of thing. That's not my yeah. kind of thing. And Tom Hardy, I had before recently pigeon as a one-dimensional actor mm. always angry and uh, yeah like, grunting <laughs> no you're you're so right with mad max like it's not our genre that peaky blinders was recommended to me because i always saw it on netflix and i always skipped it because i don't like olden time stuff like i'm like yeah i don't want but someone told me that tom hardy is a really good actor and that he was really good in peaky blinders and i was like really so i watched it and he is actually very good at peaky blinders surprisingly and now i think tom hardy might be a good actor so Mm, i might watch mad max no yeah the only reason i watched mad max is because everybody and their mom and their grandma and their aunts and their uncles told me to watch it um even though i kept saying i'm not the person that likes actiony movies and again i'm not a huge tom hardy person i do really like Charlize theron though but yeah i was just like "Hmm, i'm not sure about this i watched it fine it was good but i'm i'm not like i'm not like a huge fan so i don't know what that says about me but no i have a lot of opinions about you i'm gonna reserve them all right well that's fine you know was very impressed with your list not gonna lie i thought you guys were gonna give me sevens and sixes out of tens uh you guys did come up to the i definitely like some sevens and sixes and i'm not afraid to say that (laughs) no problem (laughs) <laughs> um, it's okay we all like what we like yeah you like love island come on now hold on hold on hold on i have to address this, this like thing. let them know like stop acting listen, like mm. listen excuse okay. me love island is a social experiment i like social <laughs> experiments. okay it's more so what i like yes okay. yes yes you know but survivor yeah. is more my cup of tea when it comes to social uh, yeah phase like out here watching old season survivor. yeah yeah oh, loser stuff i can't believe it Oh, oh yeah, Survivor, they go hunt. So one minute I'm too cool for school and the next minute I'm a loser. Which one is it, Dalapa? We all have multiple sides. <laughs> <laughs> I'm multidimensional. Exactly, no, no. Yeah. Some dimensions are not as cool as some others. That's fine, I'm a nerd, I'm a what geek. What is what we usually do mid-show that we didn't do today. But usually what we do, if you listen to the show, you know, we always say a song that we like. or listen Shout to. out, it's yeah. It's song or album. So we're going to put it in our shout out section mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. So I am going to you're going to start. But you're going to start. Give us a song or album that you would highly recommend that you are just is very high on your list at the moment. Um, I'm just going to go with what I listened to most recently. This morning, I put on this album by a guy named um, Chike. Have you guys heard the album? Ooh. You know what I'm talking about? I know Chike. Um, yeah, I... I I listened to it upon many suggestions. I've actually listened to it before. I listened to it a couple weeks ago, but I was listening to it in the background of doing other things. Uh-huh. So I didn't give it a true listen. Um, and this morning it just happened to pop up and I, I figured I would give it a shot again. Um, okay. I, I like it. Um, what I will say is the first half of it, I wasn't really into because I feel like the writing wasn't at the level that I like. Like, um, it felt very surfaceful. It, it didn't really do anything to hit me in the stomach. But the second half of it, though, especially mm-hmm. when it starts getting a little bit more emo, I got into it. There's a song called Insecure I liked a lot. There's one called Forgive, I think. 
Um, those are the two that come to mind. Um, and I, I think the second half of the project is much stronger than the first, but that's just my opinion. Um, the first half is a lot more lovey-dovey, so maybe some people will like okay. that. Yeah, guys, the album is called Boo of the Bulles. So if you're Bulles, Chike is your boo. Um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna say he won like a like some singing competition. I feel like that's how he got his break. I could be. Oh wrong. really? But I believe that's what I was told by someone. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, Chike is actually really good. I'm very surprised that he said Chike. Wow. <laughs> Let me find out. So he is. Yeah, I told multi-dimensional Dalapo. Multi-dimensional. Even Emeka, Emeka doesn't even know Chike. See, Emeka is quite. <laughs> I have no comments. <laughs> So actually really good um i have a list of the album the one song or the two songs i know on there the one i like at the moment is if you know love mm, okay. it's because you know love up or some of us don't that's why wow wow a whole nother conversation, whole nother conversation. <laughs> yeah. let's see i guess emika do you want to go next uh yeah sure 100 i do want to go next um but here's the thing what exactly do you want me to give you? I want you to give me a song or an album that you would highly recommend that's came out somewhat recent. It doesn't have to be recent, but just something that, like, what's the most, what do you listen to the most right now? Like, what, what's, mm -hmm. what's your vibe? Yeah. Okay, okay, that's good. So, so uh, you know, I, I think with the, okay, anyways, let me just drop the jam. So right now, I'm thinking more so along the lines of, um songs that just sound good you know just like sure, yeah. the producing of the jam so actually to be honest guys so a lot of times i listen to instrumentals i'll just be honest i think it's only Dolapo that knows this but a lot of times i listen to instrumentals i don't really like i don't mind like general like music and obviously how everything is released with people rapping or singing etc but sometimes just listening to just instrumentals alone is just it does it for me actually because um then I think my mind starts to race and I start to get more creative. I try to like, what would I have said here if I was the one like rapping or singing, you know, and then mm -hmm. I try to become creative, etc. And so lately I've been listening to a lot of instrumentals now. Fortunately, um, and this is what I was going to do with my YouTube channel. I was going to like, you know how you can do like instrumental playlists, mm -hmm. like live playlists. I don't know if you guys ever go like online and listen to like live hip hop playlists of like instrumentals anyways. I was going to do like an Afrobeats version of that. I only found, I found quite recently that there's a guy doing it actually. I was very happy to find it. I was going to be the first if I had the time. But anyways, mm -hmm. but yeah, long story short, right now I've been listening to instrumentals. So right now I think Ninth Wonder does it for me. If you guys know who okay. Ninth Wonder is. Very amazing. prolific. Yeah, 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 yeah. I won't say it's current, Dolapo, sorry. So <laughs> no, it doesn't something. have to be current. It's whatever you're liking right now. Yeah, exactly. So I listen to a lot of Ninth Wonder instrumentals, man. You should by all means go. But a general song that I also listen to right now is, is Bima by Rema. If you guys know Rema, you know that he's the future of Afrobeats. He's the future of music. He's the future of the world. Uh, Rema is the, is the one true, is the one true, <laughs> is the one true artist. <laughs> and so by all means, go listen to Rema, Bima. <laughs> yeah, Mika, let me ask you this question, because somebody asked me this recently. They said, out of Joe Boy, Fireboy, and Rema, which artist do you think is the best? Which artist is the best? I think we know his answer. No, I don't know. I want to make sure. So the artist that is in fact the best, well, we have to define what the best is, but per my definition of the music. best, it would be, music. it would be. Yeah, I mean, so right now I think that Fireboy has 
I think now a better catalog than Rema. Mm-hmm. But I think that Fireboy has played his hand. We have seen, I think, his full scope. Mm. That is his entirety. He has, I think, captured it in his album. Whereas with Rema, I think we're like, oh, dude, this is what you're doing to maybe. And then he gives us Iron Man. He gives us Connie. He gives us Bima. You know, I think he has, in fact, displayed a broader uh, uh, catalog, a broader, uh, you know, I think he he's able to do more. And so for that reason, I would put Rema over Fireboy. And that Joe Boy, I don't really care about. Aww. <laughs> well, I love Baby. That's what this The actual fact is Fireboy is definitely better, I think, at the moment. I think that what you're saying is true, that Rema maybe has the ability to be bigger and to do more, but he has to do it first. But at the moment... Wow. I'm actually- in total disagreement with you. What do you mean? You just said that he has a better. Okay, maybe I don't know. He has better music. Has a better catalog. Does I, I know how? No, what I'm saying is that right now, yes, because he has released. Okay. Rema is still just on EPs, basically. He's still just on mixtape kind vibes. He thinks Rema is better. Let's just let him. Know. <coughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, it's just my like opinion. Actually, agree. I think it's subjective. We don't have to agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I we agreed. I thought that we agreed, but you didn't want to say it because you know, yeah, Rema's number one fan. Right. <laughs> but it's okay. Tell you tell you what. I'm not gonna lie to you though, guys, and I'll say this to you guys. You guys are my buddies, okay? Oftentimes I'm correct. I'll just put it like that. Oftentimes I'm correct. So in fact, you remember that uh a Shaq West song, I got hoes mm-hmm. Yeah. When I heard that song, I heard that song with like I think at the time it had like fifty thousand views. I sent the song out to my boys. Said, yo, guys, you guys absolutely have to listen to this. They said, Emeka, what is this trash? Please get this away from me. And I'm telling you, three months later, five months later, the song was playing in every nightclub. Everybody was jamming to it. You know what's so funny? Same thing happened with Suruleri. Same thing happened with Oju Elegba. Okay, 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 So listen, my point is, I My point is, please, I'm helping you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when the songs came out, I sent it out to the people, the masses, the standard song. Oh my goodness. I wish you guys would be honest. Anyway, I mean, I didn't know you back then, so, you know, I don't know anything about that. My song, I have a song, I don't have an album. But it's, okay. it's a song by Wande Cole. It's called Again. It's a very good okay. song. I like that you brought up Wande because, you know, that's your guy. Yeah, I love Wande Cole. Is he really your so guy? Me, so. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Please, I sir, love sir, Wande Cole. Is, this, is he really your guy? Because I'm pretty sure we had a top 10 list. All of that, like, Wande Cole is my guy. Don't I only say that because Alpha has told me on multiple occasions how much he rocks for I love Wande Cole. I'm just, I try to be objective. He hasn't completely fulfilled his, um, his potential. Yo, Realized his potential. That's honestly what I think. That's my opinion. Wande Cole is like, he should be like the biggest because he's like the best, the most talented, but hasn't aligned like that. I know. Right, but anyway, guys, that's there are some you know tunes for your head tops. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can pretty much wrap up the episode. But you want to tell us how you're dealing with the quarantine before we go? Like, how are you feeling? How's your mental? I'm good. I'm bored being home, but <coughs> just to leave the house once in a while. So I think I'm in the house like two, three days at a time, which is actually a lot. Like I I hate being stuck indoors the whole time. But you know, surviving. 
You know, I have found ways to be creative, especially with regards to the aspect of love. Um, so <laughs> I have found ways to, in fact, uh, still build relationships with people that I see potential with. Mm. Uh, you know, you just have to get clever and creative because right now you can't go on dates with nobody because nothing right. is open. So you have to find ways to be inventive and creative. The other day, you know, it was getting takeout and going to the park and eating it at the park. Did you, you know, eat stuff? six feet apart? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so social distancing is um, a liberal term for Emeka. Yeah, I mean, in a, I, I will socially distance or social distance. However, I will not rid myself of the basic uh, fundamentals of life that is meeting people and building relationships with people. So okay. I'll do that in the safest manner I can. And obviously, okay. we, still, we all still want to be enough. in Dolapo's shoes and have uh, somebody that loves us I and that know. we love as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so that is very important as well. So I'm still trying to figure out ways to, to you know. But aside from that... Uh, happily mingle. Go, exactly. I still go into work on a day-to-day -day basis. Too, so yeah. the, the quarantine hasn't really affected me much, to be honest. Okay. Hey. Um... I think I agree with both of you in the sense that the quarantine hasn't fully hit me, but at the same time, um, you know, I haven't really been leaving my house, so that's kind of weird. Um, but it's not really, you know, bothering me as of right now. Like, I'm still okay. I still haven't felt a dip in my mental, which is good. Um, yeah, I, I can't say I'm too bored. I don't know. My family keeps me busy. And then I can't say I'm really doing much in the in the realm of love, you know, I don't, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm partaking in social distancing. Um, so yeah, no park dates for me right now. Yeah. Mm. Sounds like a good decision. Yeah. I, you know, I care about my health and my, no, my just, parents. Right, FaceTime is okay. Right. Like I'm totally good about that. That that's fine with me. I'll FaceTime any day. Yeah. All right. Well, so FaceTime dates are a thing. Yeah. FaceTime dates are a thing. Thanks for being on. Yeah, thank you, Emeka. Yeah, guys, thank you for having me. Please bring me on as much as possible, okay? Oh, we will, we will. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening.